Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, the place for advice and guidance you can apply to your farming operation immediately to increase your yields, ROI, and profits. This episode is brought to you by ADS, Advanced Drainage Systems. Soil, sunlight, and water are the three most important resources in crop production. Let ADS help manage your water resource in a productive and sustainable manner. Advanced Drainage Systems, their reason is water. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Hey folks, welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast. It's me, Damian Mason, coming at you with Dan Lipkus here at Lipkus Farms in China, Illinois. We're today talking about precision planting. Uh, really the most important thing you can do is get proper seed to soil contact, proper population. You want to maximize yields. You want to make the most money out of every acre you have. It starts with the seed. Dan is an expert at this. He's won all kinds of yield contests and he's pretty, pretty particular about how this whole thing works. So he's going to explain to us, you know, this is a corn planter, right? In the old days, there I was, six row John Deere corn planter behind our uh, 140, uh, yeah, 100, 120 horsepower tractor. We were out there planting and we did okay. You know, we get 120 bushel corn in 1984. That was okay, wasn't it? Bring me forward to today. Well, as Damien saying back in the day, you know, we, we, we thought there was huge advancements just with the John Deere 7000 planter when they come out with a finger pickup. We thought that was a big deal. Well, they've come leaps and bounds since then. And precision planting has led the market in their accuracy of uh, their seed delivery and at even depth and that what I'm going to show you as closing that furrow back up, which has made a big difference for us. Now, here's the thing. All right. The corn planter started getting good, I don't know, probably like everything. After World War II, we started getting, you know, the right coulters and then, you know, the right pressing wheels and all those kinds of things, 1950s, 1960s, making all these, you know, leaps and bounds. And when did you, because you, you've been around, you know, you've been doing this, you probably planted your first field of corn in the early 80s. Uh, tell me the evolution when you started seeing things going like, wow, look at this. Well, I guess probably from mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we bought a, me and my dad bought a white corn planter when I was young and it didn't have any, uh, basically had no down pressure springs and we had a field that was a little rough and we had horrible uh, depth, exactly, yeah. units were bouncing so we had horrible uh, depth placement, it, we were all over the board. It was one of my first uh, uh, attempts at farming and uh, my dad was actually doing the plant and I went back afterwards and it's like, Holy crap, I mean, it was coming up terribly uneven. It got dry, so the stuff that was too shallow didn't even sprout. Yeah, so you're putting it two inches and maybe even deeper because the pressure was uh, too much. And then in the in the harder parts of the ground, you're going in a quarter half of an inch, inch half inch. Yeah. So you can't get any stand. You don't get the right uh, root penetration to get to your moisture and all that. So that was early on. Then when did you start seeing advancements where you're like, man, we're getting really good about this? Well, from then I realized down, how important down pressure was. That's before anybody ever talked about it. I just, because of my own experience, I knew that was a problem. So we went to uh, heavier springs, which, is what the, which was the next, uh, the next version of down pressure. Right. Springs were better than nothing, but they still weren't that good. It's hard to control between different soil types. 
After that came airbags. Precision was some of the first airbags that were on. I had that on this planter originally when it was new. That was next. And then came, which is the Cadillac now, and that's Precision Planning's Delta Force. That was next. Okay, so you talk about downforce being an important thing, but also equal uh, downforce, meaning you've got different soil types. I mean, you've got this huge unit. You know, some of these guys are here 16-row corn planters. It could be different from one end of the planter to the other oh, just on sure. the soil types. So it can vary from row to row? It can vary. This will vary row to row, and it can also vary. They, they say it, it measures its downforce in what they say milliseconds. You know, it counts so many per millisecond. So it's instantaneous, mm -hmm. and what we've noticed uh, it's hard to believe, but if a pickup drives across the field and you plant across that, which isn't a lot of weight, but it's not like a big four-wheel drive going across, but you can map that pickup. Just for that, that tire pressure. You'll see it because you do a downforce map that you can uh, on your Gen 3 that you can pull up, and you can see where that pickup Went. Okay, so we started making big leaps and strides. You just gave us a little evolution. You went from airbags to, to everything from hydraulic. the old, hydraulic to the old white uh, planter that uh, you struggled with when you first started. When did you install this on your John Deere corn planter? Um, when I bought this John Deere planter new, and this is a 2013, it's getting a little age to it, uh, we because I had precision stuff previous on the other planter. We trashed all the deer stuff immediately and put, we went full precision on it. Now, I have updated a couple things since then, since they have came out with new things, actually quite a few. So if you're gonna have a 2013 uh, corn planter, here it is 2021, eight years later we're talking about it, that's still okay, you can still get the job done if? Well, if you have uh, all the newest up-to-date things you can do as good or better than any planner out there. The year is basically the frame. Yeah. You know. So let's in the tubs. Uh, so let's talk about uh, what did happen here. So uh, start me at the beginning uh, with what you think is important because a lot of guys are using precision style planting, whether it's made from the manufacturer or from uh, a branded company like this. Um, some still are not. Where are they missing out and what things are happening on this planter that are not happening on a lesser, uh, shall we say, a less advanced piece of equipment? Um, well, I'm going to start at the front of the row unit. Okay, so something that I feel is very important, you know, are row cleaners. Now, these row cleaners are not precision. Um, they, don't, they don't make a row cleaner as of yet. I think they actually are working on one. But the control system of the row cleaner is precision and that's this air cylinder right here and they call that clean sweep and with clean sweep I'm, I'm using this I actually use that probably more than anything else on the planter that I'm changing the settings is I'm varying that through the field a lot just by the amount of trash if it's loose soil harder soil if we're in no-till I put down pressure to these run about 40 psi and you can sweep all that off the soil then so a good point you made Dan is that this uh, real clear this is not a precision planting branded uh, piece of equipment, but the unit here that actually controls that pressure down yeah, on this, this. This cylinder right here, an air cylinder. And that, that matters, again, that's not pressure for putting the seed in the ground, that's pressure for moving trash. Moving trash. Does that matter, pressure oh, to move the trash? Absolutely, because if you're in a no-till situation, um, if it's just like some would be just floating along, it wouldn't move at all. This. You put a little down pressure to it, you can actually move it all. Now, in a very loose soil, 
a lot of guys run into trouble if they don't have this system. They'll be pushing too, too much, much soil out. away. Yeah. So they'll actually be moving soil. So the, the, the benefit there is on no-till, uh, you've got a lot of fodder, you've got a lot of debris, you've got a lot of stuff residue to move, and you need that. And then if you happen to be in a tillage situation and you can't back the pressure off, hell, you're plowing a furrow. Exactly, and we actually have several fields where, you know, we might have tilled part of it and we no-till another part, maybe it's a rock knob or something. And I'll, I'll, I'll physically move these as I'm going through the field to and, fit that And you're doing that from a switch in it's the cab? It's just a dial, it's like moving an air pressure dial. I like it. Okay, going from the row cleaner back, tell me about precision planting equipment okay. from there on. Next, I mean, I guess we'll go to uh, conceal, which this is our uh, dual placement on each side of the row, just to conceal, conceal system. Here's the fertilizer knife. Okay, so if I jockey that up, you can see the knife, that's, that's field position. That's where she's running on the dirt. Okay. So this is in the ground, and we are delivering fertilizer right out the end of that. We're three inches away, so this is safe uh, seed zone uh, for like high rates of nitrogen. You know, we can put, we'll run anywhere from, usually it's in that 15 unit range, but I mean 15 gallons. Uh, but sometimes we run a lot more than that, and that's still safe. And that's coming from the liquid tank that's being pulled behind the planter. Right. And then you said three inches, and we're doing that on both sides. Both sides. So, so there's a center row, and then essentially six inches wide, and on, on three inches off each side of that, where that seed placement is, we're putting down fertilizer, and that's a precision planting uh, situation. And that fertilizer is not going to help that seed immediately because that's three inches away. But that's where this comes in, so right? So next, yep. right, next is what is Precision Planning's furrow jet. This is where we deliver in furrow and right next to the furrow fertility. Uh, it's lower rates of a real salt-free, clean fertilizer or biologicals. Uh, things that are real safe for the seed zone are going to help that early root development. So this is furrow jet, also a uh, a uh, Precision Planning. There's actually three bands here. So you got three bands of fertilizer here, one on each side of the road. I actually have five bands of fertilizer feeding that seed as and, a start. And, and some this will be more immediately, and that'll be uh, a couple weeks in. Right, or, or maybe even less if you get good lateral uh, root development. But I call it, I don't know if anyone else uses this term, but I call it the relay system. It's like handing a baton off. This gets her going. Uh -huh. this, this only has enough energy and enough product in it for a while. You know, let's say the V2, yep. and then uh, you hand it off to all this fertility over here, which is larger amount. Take me from there back now. We've got the fertilizer. Uh, the, seeds, the seeds are already in the ground, right? Yeah. Okay, and then what happens after that? Okay, our, our seed slot is still open. These, these V-wings actually help close a little bit because they're slicing the side of that okay. furrow a little got bit. It. Yep. And they, they'll actually help close a little bit. I noticed that right when we first got these. That wasn't why I bought them, but it does help. Uh, next is we got Furrow Force, which is Precision's complete closing system. And that's this whole thing. So we've got these two notch discs here that actually, you know, the conventional, conventional way is you have top closing wheels that press from the top and they kind of close from the top. Down. So that essentially is pushing, the conventional way is it's pushing dirt back right, on top like of it. This, yeah, it's yeah. throwing dirt back on from these sides. So it's, it's coming like this. This system is basically what I would say the opposite. It's closing bottom up. Okay. So it, it 
you know, it's starting here and it's forcing that dirt closed like that. Well, I guess the benefit there is it doesn't pack the dirt on top of the, the seed? Well, I wouldn't really say it packing. It's more about not getting, like, especially in no-till or a little wetter conditions. Yep. Air pockets, big no-no. Don't want air pockets. That kind of squeezes that out of there. A top closing system in a wet condition can look closed on top but can have air underneath. Okay. That's where you'll get uneven. You want air in the soil for porosity, but you don't want it where your seed is because you want it to be seed to soil. That not way good. it gets the germination. Correct. I see. Okay, so that's what that happens. And then what about these guys? Well, this is just what they call a stitching wheel. This is doing most of the work here, these discs, and then this disc kind of, oh, it packs a little bit, you know, and just kind of finishes the job, I guess is what I would say. All right, so we got the seed in the ground. Precision planting is important to do uh, for population control and then for also varying soil uh, soil types and conditions. You're getting the right pressure, you're getting a consistent uh that, consistent depth of planting and then take me up to the top here. Well, and that kind of parlays into everything on the top end of the planter. So for consistent depth, that's what we originally were touting on, the delta force up here, the hydraulic downforce system, that's, that was a huge advancement in uh, the planting industry. Keeps everything the same. When you're in no-till, you're in hard ground, you're gonna plant it two inches. If you go into a sand ridge it's, that's loose, you're still, it's actually will lift then and still keep you at that two What's inches. the name of that again? This is Delta Force. And that is about uh, controlling it from where to where? Uh, it is about controlling the down pressure on the unit, which is putting on these, these opener blades. Okay. That's how much force is on it. That's what we call it, delta force. Okay. And that's what I was talking about, where you could drive a pickup through the field, and, and you could you could sense it with these. And that also is that also have a control in there, or is that automatic? It's it's a control on a monitor. You can set it. Okay. But it's for the most part automatic. On your planting monitor. What is there anything we didn't cover about the machine, about the tool yet? Well, we, we have not got into the actual seed placement, as you might say. So this planter is what you call it, it's been equipped to, uh, to be a speed planter. We did that, uh, uh, I think I'm running on my third season, I believe, with uh -huh. it. So this has the, e, the electric meters, Precision's electric meters inside. Uh, that way you, everything is actually controlled row to row yep. on that also. And then they hand it off down into what they call speed tube. Speed tube allows you to run at up to 10 mile an hour if you want to uh, and get that seed down accurately and evenly all the way through the system. You go out there at 10 miles per hour? Uh, not very often, but if there's a rain cloud and it's raining on one end of the field, I've went as fast as 13. What about if the, if the neighbors are driving by and are the people that you kind of subtly compete with, do you sometimes just rank it up there to 13 mile an hour just to be like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm out here. I'm rolling. I'm no. faster than you. No, I usually slow it down. <laughs> yeah. All right. So is there anything we didn't cover then? Well, well the only, yeah, there's another precision component right here. This is a little bit more the old fashioned style. Um, good old dry insecticide. So this has a precision metering uh, dry insecticide meter on here. Before with the old style meters, they were just a roller and a, a slide valve. So not, not very accurate. You would never get the right amount on. Okay. A lot of these new products, 
are actually at such a concentration, you might only use two pounds per acre. That old, the old system, you cannot be accurate. These are dead on. Yeah, the, the old day you, you put uh, counter was the yeah. stuff you put back there, and that uh, that was some that was some pretty harsh stuff. And it did sometimes. I'm sure you're getting uh, ten pounds an acre, and sometimes you're getting a pound an acre because yeah, it just. Exactly. So how does that make it so accurate? What's the system that makes it well, so accurate? Well, it's basically a true meter. I mean, it's not just a slide valve. It's a it's a uh, it's running at a certain speed, it changes with your speed, and then it, it's setting, which is actually just a decimal point on the monitor, okay. moves the, its own little slide open. But it can't, the other ones you'd stop and it would just run out. Okay. This one cannot run out the meter. It has to go through the meter Got it. to get out. Uh, we're going to be going to the field and we're going to talk about some of the real results. Uh, is there anything that you look at here and you're like, man, the next generation needs this? Uh, there's one thing that I look at and I'm like, you know what, if I just had this, I could get uh, 20 more bushel per acre. Is there anything that's missing? Well, I think Precision is talking about, I think they have in prototype um, a row cleaner uh -huh. that I think is mounted actually on the frame instead of the unit. That might be something to look at when it comes. I've not seen it yet. Um, I'm sure there'll be more advancements, but boy, they, I mean, there's a lot going on there right now, and they've come up with a lot of good ideas. It's still better than that piece of equipment you and your dad bought in 1980-something? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, we'll be going to the field. We'll talk about the actual, uh, you know, on-field on application, and more importantly, what it means to you, what it means to the producer, and also what the actual field is going to look like and how it would have changed because of this better equipment. So stay tuned. All right, guys, talk about precision planting. Whether you use that brand or any of the actual original manufacturer's version of a more precise planting, it's the future. And many farmers are obviously doing this. Dan Lipkus has been doing it for a long, long time because he learned way back in the 1980s when he bought um, less, less precise planting operation that there's a benefit to this. Let's talk about results. What do we got? Now, we're on the edge, which means we got some doubles, and you won't see that so much inside here. But what do we got? Well, I think the things I want to relate to is, you know, what they always talk about is seed spacing. You know, they always say the picket fence, uh, pick and fence stand. And this, this isn't perfect here, but it's, it's pretty darn good for the condition I was in. I mean, basically, it's so all the plants are basically the same amount apart, you right. know, which is going to be five, five and a half inches in here, I believe. Uh, that depth and one of the biggest things is depth and, and the reason your depth is always you want the same is so the stalks plants always come up at the same time if they come up at the same time they should mature equally at the same rate thus giving you the same plant you want every plant to basically be the same you know the same girth and, and what we've noticed in the past is if they did not come up at the same time or if there were other environmental factors later on uh, that's when you have different girth of the stalks and that will lead to less ear development on that particular plant. So uh, as far as when you're talking about ROI and why this is really a big deal is, um, well, for one reason right here, you know, this could be just a skosh better, but I chisel plowed this with an old fashioned chisel, uh, just the end rows, and I didn't even smooth it off. I just let the planter smooth it down. So we had a compaction problem here. We're clearly on an edge, and this was not ideal, 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 but we still we look still like, still job. looks like we got a pretty good crop. So in less than ideal conditions, on an edge that had been compacted and a couple other things, and wasn't even finished correctly, we still got the picket fence. 
So one of the best ROI scenarios I can probably give you for this planning system, or at least for sure the Delta Force part of it, is we were on a no-till field this spring, and uh, it was extremely dry. We had one of the driest springs we've ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, ground was hard. Right. So in this no-till situation, I planted that before when it was hard, and we could not hold seed depth. I mean, you could not hold two inches. Uh, but with the Delta Force, we could. We could hold it where it needed to be. And I know if I did not have that system on, I would have had a 40 bushel reduction in yield because of uneven stand. And a lot of people don't realize that. You know, you might still got 220, uh, but 260 is way better than 220. Yeah. 40 bushel times five bucks is $200 an acre. Man, that's a quick payback. It's a quick payback. So uneven stand costs you money. Uh, a mistake that you've ever made by not using the the system correctly or a mistake you've ever made before you really got it dialed in with your precision planning methods and practices? Well, just I, I, there's a lot of technology with all this right. and you got to know how to set everything. It does take a little bit of expertise and you know a little bit of time it's just getting used to the system you know uh -huh. and all the technology that goes along so the learning it. learning curve that you know after a few hundred acres you're starting to get your learning curve there oh yeah i mean it's mostly probably the biggest the biggest issues i have and i'm 58 is the technology end of it i i might be just a little slower than some guys as far as getting it, but once I get it, I, I'm fine. Yeah, it so might take me just a little longer. So the tw the 28 year olds got a leg up on us because yeah. they've been they've been doing this kind of thing. All right, uh, results that you were surprised by when you really started doing this. Was there anything you're like, holy crap? I knew this was going to be better, but I didn't expect this. Is there anything that, like surprised you? Well, like I said, the Delta Force surprised me when we're looking at the mapping how how well it's doing there. Uh, the fertility aspect that I talked about with the conceal and the furrow jet, uh, that's really working well for us. A story or an illustration of something that the person that says, you know what, I gotta up my game on precision planning. I gotta up my game on doing this uh, better that you can relay like saying uh, that you, a learning thing or an example or a story or something where you're like, hey, I'll tell you what, here's why you should do this. Well. I think a lot of guys probably don't realize that they're missing out on a little bit of yield just because of a little bit of ac accuracy. And I think once you get the system, then you realize that you're missing out. And let's just say it's, you know, let's say it's five bushel or ten bushel an acre. Yeah. But yeah. it's fifty bucks, sixty it's 50 bucks. Yeah, you know, and that'll pay for that system. Yeah, because it comes like, well, you know, the reason that yield was off was because there's a little bit of moisture. Well, maybe it's because I experienced. But you say a lot of times it's just a matter of you've yeah, got right. so many plants per acre and then that plant needs to be consistently the same size, the same height, the same, same diameter, diameter, the same yep. nutrient uptake, etc. Right. Right. <clears throat> Any advice? tidbits you've already talked about make sure you understand and you've learned how to use the stuff give yourself a learning curve start experimenting with it get it out there any other advice tip takeaway lesson that you as a real progressive user of precision planting and a yield setting a yield yield winner um, uh, to the person is like I'm still not sure I'm doing this right or I'm not sure I should do this at all what do you got well, I would probably go back to the banded fertility. I mean, as far as when you're trying to bounce up to those higher yields, I mean, anybody can knock in at 220, 240, 250, even 260, but it's pretty hard to get over 300 without banded fertility. And that's talking about putting that, putting, that, putting that stuff down where it's three inches out on both sides and it's also 
in three striations right there along the, the kernel. Correct. Got it. His name's Dan Lipkus. We're out here at Lipkus Farms. We talked about precision planting. We talked about uh, the old days. We talked about the context. We talked about the, the equipment and the advancements we've made. And if you're not using it, you're missing out on a technology that can absolutely help you. Even if you're 58, you can still grab a hold of this technology and just, just ride it, right? That's right. Till next time, this is the Extreme Ag Cutting the Curve podcast, where if you give us 30 minutes or less of your time, we will give you a return on investment of days, weeks, months, even years. We are cutting your learning curve because you're learning from people who have been there and done that. You're learning from their mistakes, their failures, and their successes. He's Dan Lipkis. I'm Damian Mason. Till next time. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions. 